everyone here to the house of the Lord. Thankful for the privilege we have to be here today. Probably go maybe have some more coming in. We got some on vacation and traveling, and uh, like we said many times before, uh, FBI can't find some of them. Amen. So, but I, you know what? I know they might not be able to, but the Lord knows where they're at. And the Lord can get where they're at, and he can talk with them, and he can encourage their hearts and their souls. So just want to welcome everybody that's live, those in the parking lot, and listening by way of radio, and those that's listening by way of Facebook. And I want to just say thank you for uh, taking time to be part of our service today here in the house of the Lord. And it's God's house, and uh, you know what? If he, if God's your father, how many, how often do you go to God's house? I mean, go to your mom and dad's house, and you don't feel comfortable. Hey Amen. You feel comfortable in your father and your mother's house most of the time. And you know what? And I'm thankful. That's the way we ought to feel when we come to God's house. We in our father's house and we ought to just say, thank you, Father, for allowing us. You providing us a place to come in and to fellowship and to worship with you this morning. And it's so thankful for that. And just remember also tonight is our fellowship in the fellowship hall. Uh, we will be having little Caesar's pizza. And if you'd like to contribute to that, see Sister Angel, and uh, she'll take some money. And she, I hope she's found the other. Amen. But uh, uh, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, uh, she's going. We're going to get them afterwards, and uh, it'll just if we don't use it all this week, we'll put it toward our fourth Sunday. So every second and fourth Sunday for right now on Sunday evenings, we'll be in the fellowship hall, and we'll probably have a little devotion, and we'll have some fellowship and have some games. And so uh, just uh, get us some fellowship time and uh, looking forward to that. So invite uh, someone to come with you and uh, just uh, uh, come and let's have a good time uh, in the Lord. So let's remember that tonight. And also Wednesday night is our Wednesday evening service at 7, 1030 is on Sunday morning. So please remember that. Also, let's pray for those that's lost their loved ones to death recently, that God would just comfort their hearts and be with them. Sister Elizabeth uh, is doing better, but she uh, she's still weak, and uh, she's going to say she's going to try to come tonight. She's had better evenings than she is mornings, so just remember her as we pray, and also remember uh, uh, Sister Hazel uh, Owens and her daughter, uh, Trish. She's in the hospital once again, uh, so remember her as we pray today, and also good to see Sister Faye Barley back with us. She had surgery be six weeks ago tomorrow. And the good news about it, it all came back benign. Amen. Everything, they took a mask out of her chest, and it all came back cancer-free. So that's worthy of giving God praise, isn't it? Amen. So thank the good Lord for that. Amen. It's good to see her. Uh, Miss Kidd, I uh, talked to her yesterday. She called, and uh, she's just, uh, her energy level's not real str strong, and uh, she's just, uh, she says she misses being here. She's faithful to watch it on Facebook, but she said she misses being in the house of the Lord. So let's pray that she'll get her strength back and maybe be back with us soon. Also, Miss Moore, uh, she, uh, her desires to be here. She's been having uh, trouble with sickness. So let's remember her today. And Shirley, let's continue to remember her. Tommy Gunner, let's continue to pray for him. And Brother Jeff and, uh, and also Tammy, his uh, friend. Tammy won't need your prayer today. And Christina, she's sick, so remember her. Also, her mom, Carolyn, let's pray for her and her sickness. Levada's dead. Let's continue to remember him. Sister Lori and uh, her parents, her stepdad, her mom and dad uh, all need our prayers, so let's pray for that. Also, uh, Bubba and his mother, grandmother, and uncle, let's remember them this morning at the shut-ins. Uh, Sister Ellen, uh, she's out in the parking lot. Let's remember her. As we pray today, Brother Ed and Sister Barbara, 
and their daughter is doing better. So thank the good Lord for that. So let's continue to pray that her strength uh, uh, gets uh, back to normal. Also, uh, Ronald and uh, Omi, which is his brother-in-law and sister, Brother Ed. Also, uh, Ron and Jane, that's my cousins. Let's remember them today, their health. And uh, let's pray for Brother Ronnie and Sister Gail Hayes. Brother Ronnie went for some tests. He's got to find out what the doctor's Something to do with your arteries in your neck. Ain't that right, Brother Ronnie? And uh, so both sides. Uh, so he's supposed to talk to a doctor this week. And, and let's just pray for him and uh, and Sister Gail. Also, good to see Lisa with us, back with us this morning. Let's pray for her and her mom. Uh, God would just continue to be with them and help them. And uh, just for the special request, the lost, our country. If you've never seen our country in trouble, you can look around, it's in trouble. Amen. But in, in the, not only the country, but the world. Uh, the world as a whole is in trouble, So, uh, but I'm glad this world is not my home. It's just a temporary passing through, and I'm looking for, I'm, I'm looking for the, uh, you know, the word Abraham looked for, who's builder and maker's God, and I'm looking for that. Also, our churches, let's remember them today. Uh, those that are traveling, let's pray for those still have some on vacation. Brother Jerry and Sister Gloria Jean, let's remember them today. And also Timothy Hughes, let's continue to pray for him. Also a preacher friend of ours, Cecil Tucker, uh, waiting on the kidney transplant. Please remember him as we pray today. And, and if you have not heard, thank the good Lord, my test came back great and uh, my heart's fine. And I thank the good Lord for that. And I've had a good week and uh, so far. And I'm just thankful for uh, your prayers and uh, just continue to remember us in your prayers today. Does anyone else got a request upon their heart at this time? Amen. Yes. Anyone else? Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Go ahead, sis. Yes. Anyone else? I know we all have them uplift of our hand. Let's all stand. Go to the Lord in prayer this morning. How many's how many's glad they're in the house of the Lord today? Amen. We got about seven. Amen. So uh, maybe by the end of the service we'll have more. Uh, but just let's just remember and let's just uh, be happy. That we in God's house and let's rejoice and put a smile on our face. Uh, you know what? We, we may be burdened down with our troubles and our heartaches, but you know what? We in the, our father's house. And a lot of times, there's a lot been times I've took things to my earthly father and he, all he could tell me was just do what the Lord tells you. Just trust in the Lord. And you know, that's all he could tell me. But you in the house today of the father's house that whatever your need is, he can meet that need, and I'm thankful. And whatever your burden is, you, you know what? He'll help you to, with that burden if you'll just trust in him. So let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful to be in your house today. We're so thankful, Lord, that we 
are able to assemble, Lord, once again in the house of the Lord. I thank you for each and every individual that has made their way to the house of the Lord today. I thank you for those that are in-house, those that are in the parking lot listening by way of radio, that's in the proximity, Lord, of picking up the radio. And I thank you, Lord, for Lord those that's live by Facebook today, and it's going to be listening later by Facebook and by podcast. God, I just praise you and thank you for the... Of the avenues that you've given unto us, Lord, to spread the gospel. And Lord, I'm glad it goes all over the country, God. Whoever may click upon it can listen. And I pray, Lord, I'm glad you said your word would never return void. I pray, Lord, today for the Lord, the hearts of the request on each and every heart. Lord, those that have been mentioned, those that have not been mentioned, those by uplift of hands. Lord, you know the very need of every heart and ever ever life. And I thank you, Lord, uh, for letting our tests come back good. I thank you, Lord, for uh, bringing those that's had surgeries and have been uh, unable to come because of circumstances of uh, uh, having to take care of others. I just pray today, I thank you. Uh, uh, Lord, it's good to see their faces in the house of the Lord today. Uh, and I ask you, Lord, this morning, God, for those that are not here, uh, I pray, Lord, today, Lord, you know their whereabouts and you know what their needs is. Uh, and Lord, I just ask you, Lord, just to touch them. Uh, uh, those that's got to go to doctor appointments and find out their test results, find out what they're going to do about their test results. Uh, I just pray we put it all into your hands and we know you're going to take care of, of everything today, Father. And I just ask you, Lord, it's your will uh, and your way be done here in the house of the Lord this morning. Uh, uh, bless the singers as they sing. Bless the reading and the preaching of thy precious word. Uh, I pray today, God, for those that's got testimonies, you lay them on their heart. Uh, I pray they would give them and I pray we would just get in one mind in one accord uh, and worship you Lord today in spirit and in truth uh, thank you for all you've done thank you for all you, uh, uh, you're doing uh, and I thank you Lord for what you're going to do one day uh, and I pray Lord we, I know we look around and we see the troubled times all around us uh, uh, but Lord your, your book tells us and Lord you tell us these things are going to be uh, uh, but Lord, I'm glad we can look up because our redemption draws nigh. Uh, it ain't time to get down. It ain't time to get fearful. It ain't time to realize say, what we're going to do. Uh, uh, but it's time to look up unto the hills from which cometh our help. Our help cometh from the Lord, uh, uh, which made the heaven and the earth. Uh, and Lord, I pray we would ever trust in thee, ye for, uh, trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah uh, is everlasting strength today. Uh, we praise you and we thank you in the name above all names. Uh, of the name of Jesus Christ, we do humbly pray. And everyone in the house says, uh, Amen and Amen. Remain standing. Ask your ushers if they would please come this morning. And we're going to uh, ask the Lord just uh, as they come. We're going to ask uh, Brother Jeff when he gets up here to bless it. And ask God to bless it. Ask Sister Angel. She'll come and start her singing for us this morning. And uh, so please do so and pray for him. Brother Jeff, ask the Lord to bless the offering this morning. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I think somebody wanted to see He never gave up. <clears throat> turn around, turn around, wave at your neighbor. Tell you glad to see him here in the house of the Lord today. Amen. It's been a long, long road, 
and my soul has grown so weary I just can't understand all the struggles within me there's been times I've strayed away and even times I could not pray but somehow my faith would say just hold on there's a brighter day he never gave up he never gave up mercy reached down and that was enough if you could see who i was before i'm sure that you'll agree ever gave up on me if your back's against the wall and you feel all hope is lost and you've often asked yourself is there a reason to go on he looks beyond your guilt and shame you see his mercy takes the blame so forget about your past and praise the lord you're free at last he never gave up he never gave up mercy reached down and that was enough if you could see who i was before i'm sure that you'll agree he never once ever gave up on me i'm sure that you'll agree he never once ever gave up on me if you could see who i was before i'm sure that you'll agree he never once ever gave up on me if you could see who i was before i'm sure that you'll agree he never once ever gave up on me and he never gave up he never gave up mercy reached down and that was enough if you could see who i was before i'm sure that you'll agree he never once ever gave up on me if you could see who i was before i'm sure that you'll agree he never once ever gave up on me
lamb led to the slaughter. Jesus never opened his mouth. From the trial to the crucifixion, down to the grave, he was laid out. After three days in the garden tomb, I could hear the angels sing. As the lamb came forth as the lion, and that lion became the king. You won't find him again at that whipping post, standing there so meek. And he won't be nailed to the rugged cross, through his hands and through his feet. And there'll never be another Calvary, cause he don't have to prove one thing. The day the lamb becomes the lion, and that lion became the king. live on earth with man and by most he was rejected because he came forth as a lamb but the day is soon approaching that every eye shall see the lamb the line of judah has been crowned the king of kings you won't find him again at the whipping post standing there so meek and he won't be nailed to the rugged cross through his hands and through his feet There'll never be another Calvary cause he don't have to prove one thing. The day the land becomes the line and the line became the king. Won't find him again at the whipping post, standing there so meek. And he won't be nailed to the rugged cross, through his hands and through his feet. There'll never be another Calvary cause he don't have to prove one thing. The day the lamb become the lion and the lion became the king. The day the lamb become the lion and the lion became the king. To prove one thing, he's already done that. And all we got to do is our part. If we want to, if we want to have the benefits of Calvary, all we got to do is come and accept Him and see what He done. Believe He did what He did, and man, we can be saved today. And I'm thankful for that. Pray for Casey this morning. Rescue story. Yes.
lightning hit my veins My fever began to beat Breath of God filled my lungs And the Holy Ghost awakened me Yeah, the Holy Ghost awakened me When I read the wailers Then the ground began to shake Prison walls started falling And I became a free man that day The whole wide world sent his only son to die for me. Arms spread wide for the whole wide world. His arms spread wide where mine should be. Jesus changed my destiny. Thank you, God, for red letters When the ground began to shake The grace of God started falling And I became a free man that day I'll try it through the fire. So many times I've questioned certain circumstances or things I could not understand. And many times in trials, weakness blurs my vision, and then my frustration gets so out of hand. Oh, but it's then I am reminded I've never been forsaken, and I've never had to stand one test alone. That's when I look at all the victories And the spirit rises up in me And it's through the fire my weakness is made strong And he never promised That the cross would not get heavy And the hill would not be hard to climb he never offered 
Our victories without fighting, but he said help would always come in time. So just remember when you're standing in the valley of decision and the adversary says give in. Just hold on, our Lord will show up, and He will take you through the fire again. And I know within myself that I would surely perish. Oh, but if I trust the mighty hand of God, He'll shield the flames again, again. That the cross would not get heavy And the hill would not be hard to climb Oh no, he never offered Our victories without fighting But he said help would always come in time Just remember when you're standing On the valley of decision for the singers in uh, Isaiah chapter number 33 this morning, Isaiah chapter number 33 this morning, ask you, once you find your place, if you would stand with us, if you're able to, and as we read the word of God this morning and we preach from what does saith the word of God today, Isaiah uh, chapter number 33. Going to read verses 1 through verses number 14 and take our text from verses number 14 this morning. Our subject will come from that by the help of the Lord. But listen, uh, uh, these uh, first part of this uh, chapter here is dealing with the Antichrist. And uh, uh, you think about this, and uh, the prayer, the first verse is talking about woe to the Antichrist, the character and the judgment, and then the prayer of Judah is verse number two, and the Antichrist success is uh, then the God of Judah, and then the Antichrist overstepping, overstepping, and then Antichrist's judgment, uh, and then it goes on into the millennium. So listen to the word of God here this morning. It says, Woe to thee that spoileth, uh, and thou was, was not spoiled, uh, and dealeth tediously, and, uh, and thou dealt not tediously with thee. When thou shalt cease to spoil, thou shalt be spoiled. And when thou shalt make an end to dealing tediously, thou shalt deal te uh, uh, they shall deal tediously with thee. O Lord, be gracious unto us. We have waited for thee. For be thou uh, their arm every morning. Uh, uh, and that talks about their strength. Our salvation also is in the time of trouble. 
At the noise of the uh, uh, turmoil, the people fled. At the lifting up of thyself, the nations were scattered. And you spoil shall be gathered like the gathering of the caterpillar, uh, as the running to and fro of locusts shall be run upon, upon thee, them. The Lord is exalted, uh, for he, dwell, he dwells on high. He hath a field sign with judgment and righteousness. And wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy times and strength of salvation. Uh, the fear of the Lord is his treasure. Behold, the violent ones shall cry without. The ambassadors of peace shall weep bitterly. The highways lie waste. The fireways, uh, fireway in men cease. Uh, he hath broken the covenant. He hath despised the cities. He regardeth no man. This is where he breaks the covenant that he signs with Israel after he signs a seven-year peace treaty with Israel. And after three and a half years, he breaks that. And the earth mourns and languisheth. Lebanon is a shame and hew down. Sharon is like, Shannon is like a wilderness. And Bashan and Carmel shaken off their fruits. Now will I rise, saith the Lord. Now will I exalt. Now will I lift up myself. Uh, uh, you shall conceive shaft. Uh, uh, you shall bring forth stubble. Uh, uh, your breath as fire and, your dev- and shall, be devour- shall devour you. And the people shall be as the burning of lime. As thorns cut up uh, shall they be burnt into the fire. Hear ye that are far off, and uh, what uh, it says, hear ye that are far off, uh, uh, what I have done, yea, and, and ye that are near, acknowledge my might. Now listen to verse 14. The sinners of Zion are afraid. Fearfulness has surpri- uh, surprised the hypocrites. Uh, who among us shall dwell with the devouring fire? Who among us shall dwell with everlasting uh, uh, burning. Let us pray. Father, we love you today and we thank you, Lord, for the reading of thy word. Uh, uh, we thank you, Lord, this morning, God, for the songs of Zion. We thank you, Lord, for the everything that's been said, uh, everything that's been done. We thank you, Lord, uh, uh, for what you're going to do now, Lord, as we come, come forth to preach uh, uh, what thus saith the word of God. We ask you, Lord, this morning, drive back all the opposing powers of the wicked one. Uh, uh, Lord, just all the forces of evil, Lord, just set them aside and help me, Lord. Uh, Oh, Lord, to bring forth the precious uh, Word of God this morning, God, because I realize I'm nothing. Uh, I realize, Lord, we're living in a time where people don't want to hear uh, about the coming of the Lord and, Lord, about want to hear about what's going to happen, uh, uh, Lord, to those that are not ready to meet you. Uh, uh, but I pray today, God, that you would just give me the anointing, uh, uh, Lord, the unction from above this morning, Lord, to preach uh, uh, what thus saith the Word of God. And I pray, Lord, speak the heart and speak to lives God today and help us all to realize a time is running short and Lord there is a place called hell and there is a place called heaven. Heaven's a place we want to go to and hell's a place we want to shun. We ask you right now in the precious and wonderful name of Jesus Christ we all do pray and everyone in the house says 
Uh, amen and amen. You may be seated. May God add His blessings uh, unto the reading of His precious Word this morning. Uh, uh, you think about this here with us today. Uh, as we talk about, the Bible says, the uh, sinners in Zion uh, are afraid. Fearfulness has surprised the hypocrites. Uh, who among us shall dwell with the uh, devouring fire? Uh, who among us shall dwell with everlasting uh, uh, burning? You think about this and uh, by the help of the Lord we're going to preach uh, uh, the flame that will ne- listen the flame that will never uh, uh, go out this morning the flame uh, uh, that will never go out this morning back when president john f kennedy uh, uh, back in 1963 when he died uh, on uh, his funeral that day what they done was his wife uh, uh, jacqueline kennedy i believe was her name uh, uh, what she done before she left uh, uh, the graveside is she took uh, and she lit a flame there that is burning uh, and it, they called it the uh, eternal flame that's going to burn uh, uh, for eternity. That's what they called it there. Uh, and even after they, uh, she did that, the brothers of John F. Kennedy uh, and some others uh, uh, they took and symbolically they act like they lit it also. Uh, uh, but I've got news for you. It's cost a lot. It's took a lot of gas. Uh, it's took a lot of things to keep that thing burning to this day. Fifty uh, uh, eight years, I believe it is it's took uh, uh, to keep that flame aboat. But you know what? That's not the eternal flame. Uh, uh, that flame will go out one day but think about this there is uh, an everlasting flame there is a flame this morning uh, uh, that will never go out this morning uh, and that is an eternal flame uh, and there's people today that are dead and in that flame right now uh, I've got kin people you've got kin people uh, uh, that have died and left this walk of life uh, and when they did they'd come up as the rich man uh, and in hell they lifted up their eyes being in torment uh, uh, think about that this morning morning uh, and it's eternity they will be there uh, and they'll never get out they'll never stop burning uh, and they'll never cease to feel the pain uh, and the agony and the distress that it causes uh, the person who chooses to go there this morning. Uh, uh, but think about this this morning, the company uh, uh, that will abide in the flame. Uh, uh, think about this. You know what? The first one I want to speak about, uh, uh, the devil, the one that has deceived many, uh, uh, the one that may be deceiving you today. Uh, uh, you know what the Bible says in Revelation chapter 20, verse number 10, uh, and the devil that deceived them were cast into the lake of fire uh, and brimstone. The devil, listen, uh, uh, the devil that deceived them. And you know, he goes on down to say, shall be tormented day and night forever and forever. Think about that. Forever. The devil, the one that's been to heaven, the one that was created by God, the one that had the one that the, uh, you know what I tell you how good he is. Uh, he had the angels in heaven uh, and they were in heaven and he deceived one third of them. That's pretty good, is it not? The sad thing is he's deceiving many uh, today. Uh, and you think about this, not only uh, uh, he goes on to say not only the devil's going to be there, uh, and you know what, but the beast and the antichrist uh, are going to be there this morning. The Bible says uh, uh, hell from beneath in Isaiah 14, 9 and 11 uh, is moved for thee to meet thee uh, at thy coming. It stirreth up the dead for thee. Uh, even all the sh- uh, chief ones of the earth it has raised up from their thrones uh, all the kings of the 
nations, and they shall speak and say unto thee, Art thou also become weak as we? Art thou become like us? Thy pomp is brought down to the grave in the noise of thy violence. The worm is spread under thee, and the worm covereth thee. You think about that today, and also it goes on down to say in verse number nine, verse 20 of 19 of Revelation, and the beast was taken, and with him the false prophets that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and they worshipped the image. These both were cast alive into the lake of fire and fire burning with brimstone. You think about that today. What happened was, you know what, after a thousand years, you know what how it happened? They had been there for a thousand years. I believe it was when the devil got cast in. So if nobody burns up in a thousand years, you're not going to burn up. You're going to continue to burn. But it's going to be like the Moses' bush, the bush that Moses saw. It burnt. Think about that, but it never, it still looked like a bush. It never consumed. Is eternal flame today that will never uh, go out. And we need to realize that today. Uh, the devil, the beast, and the Antichrist. Uh, uh, you think about that they're going to be there. Uh, uh, the Antichrist is going to come on the scene. Uh, and the Antichrist is going to be like he's going to be riding a horse, so to speak. Uh, uh, but the horse he rides, he has a bow. Uh, but the difference between him and the great white horse uh, uh, that's going to come out is uh, uh, the one that goes, he has a bow, uh, but he has no arrow. Uh, uh, God has a uh, God, uh, well, great right horse. He has a bow and he has an arrow this morning. The devil is just out to deceive you. He cannot go to heaven so he don't want you to go. And he tells you about this place. Oh it's not real but I promise you today it is real and we need to take it seriously today. Nobody and if you're a Christian you need to pray for me this morning because the devil don't like this and it's not easy to preach like this. But it's my job to be a watchman. It's my job to expose to you and, uh, and to give to you what God gives me and what the Bible says. Uh, there is still a hell today and it still burns with fire. We need to realize the devil's there. A lot of people are worshiping him today. And you say, well, I'm not worshiping the devil. If you, you know what? If you're not God, you're the devil's. Amen? If you're not God's, you're the devils. You belong to one of the two. When we're born, we're because of sin, because Adam and Eve listened to the devil, we're all born into sin and we're all appointed to die. And all this because of that sin, death came up onto all men. And you think about this today, the devil's going to be there. The Antichrist is going to be there. The beast is going to be there. The false prophets are going to be there. All these people that deceive you today is going to be there. Not only that, but the fallen angels. The Bible says in 2 Peter 2, 4, For if God spared not the angels that sinneth, but cast them down to hell, and deliver them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment. Think about this. The fallen angels are going to be there. Everybody that has went against God. Think about this. Everybody that's not for God, everybody, you know why is the fallen angels there? Because they followed the devil. They listened to the devil. 
They thought he thought he could overtake heaven. He thought he could do this, but he realized eventually he could not. But we need a company that will abide in the flames as the devil, the beast, and the antichrist, the false angels, the fallen angels, and the false religions. You need to listen to this today. There's many religions out here, but not all of them bring forth salvation. They tell you what you want to hear. They, 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 they don't even want you to carry a Bible. They don't want you to read a Bible. They don't want you to do, if you do read a Bible, they want you to read one. Uh, uh, they want you to you know, read one that talks about uh, differently than the, the Word of God this morning. Uh, and you, there's many different things out there. But listen to this, Matthew chapter 23, verse number 15. It says, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees and hypocrites, for you can pass sea and land to make one proselyte. And when he is made, you make him two, four more the child of hell than yourselves. What he's saying here is doing all in their power to make converts, but the converts they're making is not to God, but to their own, to their own seats. Think about this. They do everything they can and you know what I think about this, and we got to not we got religious uh, uh, sects in our world, uh, religious organizations in our world. Uh, we're, we're free will Baptists is a religion, so to speak, but uh, uh, we preach about Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, and we talk about heaven, we talk about hell, uh, and things of that nature. But there's some that go out here and do everything they can. What they do uh, is they try in, a, in the Jewish day. What they do, they try to take the Gentiles uh, and convert. The, I mean, not the Gentiles, but the Jews that was converted to Christianity. Uh, and they try to convert them back to Judaism, to their own religion. And you know what? A proselyte is a newcomer, a convert from a Gentile religion to Judaism. That's what it is. They do everything in their power to do that. And what it talks about, twofold more to the children of hell, child of hell than before, it means one destined to hell. Because religion won't get you there. Believing in Jesus, you know what, won't get you there. The Bible says the devil believes and trembles. It won't get you there. Believing is not enough. But you got to believe in God enough that you, you know what he says is true. And you give your life to him and you convert your life to him. And you become and don't listen to nobody else. Religion, if religion got you there, you think about that. Religion, we probably wouldn't make it. Works got you there, definitely. We wouldn't make it. But there's one organization that would make it. But religion, and I don't have to name these. You know who I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Many things happen. The Bible says, you serpents, uh, you generations of vipers, how can you escape uh, the damnation of hell? Think about this. The devil, the beast, and the antichrist, uh, and the fallen angels, and the false religions. There's many religions out here. Uh, uh, but you know what? If they don't preach Jesus crucified, uh, uh, you know what? He came, he died, he rose, and he's coming again. Uh, that religion is false. And just because, listen, you know, one religion... The reason I know this is I've talked to one for many for a good while one day. Because they come up to my house, they knocked on my door, and that day I just felt like talking. And I sat there and I listened to everything they had to say. I did not stop them. I listened to everything they had to say. And then I told them, I said, now I've listened to you. Now I want you to listen to me. 
You know, I begin to question them about things. But you know what? They're good. They're doctrinized with religion. And you know how they get into most people's houses? Years ago it is, maybe not so much now, but they'll say, hey, we believe in the King James Version Bible. And you know what? But they may tell you that, but they don't interpret it the same way that I interpret it. And they don't, they don't read it the same way I read it. Because you think about these things today, we need to realize today, uh, you know what, religion, uh, a religion will just make you miserable. Anybody with me this morning? It will make you miserable. Not only that this morning, but the, for, the forgetful nations will, the company that will be in the everlasting flame, the flame that will not go out. The Bible says, the wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. Think about that's been partially fulfilled and will be completely when last of the wicked are in hell and the righteous are vindicated and safe with God forever. You know, as, as Psalms 9, 17, the wicked shall be turned into hell and all nations that forget God. How many nations do you know of right now that are forgetting God? America is one of them. America is one of them. We got more, we got people more concerned about a, about a virus than we do about their soul. About burning in hell. They'll do everything they can do. They'll wear double masks. They'll wash their hands so they, they ain't got no, uh, till they get real dried out. Uh, uh, they'll, they'll, do, they'll stay away from everybody. If anybody comes close to them, uh, uh, you'll think that you have leprosy. But they will not take concern about their soul. They don't care. Because you know what? What's going to be when you die? Whether, you know what, a virus may not take you, you may be, but you know what, we never know when cancer may get there. We never know when we may have a heart attack. We may know when God says, that's it for you, you out of here. Healthy. They've been marathon runners uh, uh, that's run marathons and was uh, in, uh, 26 to 30 years old uh, and they didn't know and they fell over dead with a massive heart attack. Uh, uh, There's been people, you know what, that's uh, uh, young and all this, but you know what, we don't know when we're going to die. But the thing is, we need to worry about our soul. I don't want nobody uh, to spend eternity in a place called hell, the everlasting flame. Because you know what? Not only that, but the foolish unbelievers... Matthew 7, 21 says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. It's one thing, you know, many people think it's because they came to the altar and they confessed Jesus as their Lord and asked Him to forgive them of their sins. They think that that's all they've got to do. But the thing is, it's not everyone that says, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of the Father. That means after you're saved, you're going to do his will. 
We're not our own no more. We're going to try our best. Lord, what do you want me to do? Uh, Lord, I'm going to, you know what? It don't matter what other people do. It don't matter what other people say. Uh, uh, Lord, I'm going to do what you want me to do. Uh, uh, because you know what? I cry out for forgiveness. Uh, and you know what? You know what we need to do is many will say to me in that day, Lord, uh, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And thy name uh, have cast out devils. And in thy name done many wonderful works. Uh, let me tell you, the devil can have people do that also. What happened with the rod of Moses? He threw it down and it became a serpent. What did they do? The musicians, they threw it down and it became a serpent. But what happened? What's the difference? God's, Moses' rod eat up theirs. That's the difference. They both have power. The Antichrist is going to have power. The religious crowd has power. You think about this today. You know what the devil does? He imitates Christianity. He's got people that imitate uh, and, they, they, and they have Christians. He's got worshipers. Uh, instead of coming to a church house, uh, uh, so to speak, and worshiping God, uh, he's got people that comes to his places, uh, uh, his worldly amusements. Uh, and what do they do? They worship God. They listen to some of this music. Uh, and this music is all it is is talking about devil worshiping. Got to be careful what you listen to. Because you know what? Many things happen. Another one bites the dust. Remember that? Song, that's a satanic song. We've got to be careful. The sad thing is we've got to realize none of these things that are happening in our world today have come on us quickly. These things have been happening over a period of time. Why has America became overcome? There's more that don't believe in God than that believe in God in America today. Did you ever think that there would be a time like that? The devil don't just throw it on you. The devil puts you in a pot like you do a frog. I think it's a frog. You can set him in a pot of cold water and he'll stay there. And you cut the water on and as it heats up, you know what? He just stays there. And he, you know what? It kills him. Just overcomes him slowly. And that's what the devil's doing. You know what? He's got people. And you know what? The sad thing is, there's people that have been taught the right way and have been preached to and taught the right way. And today, there's a people that sit in churches and, and you know what? Knows the things of God and knows all about the Bible. And they don't believe there is a hell. They believe the grave's the end of it. Well, I'm glad the grave ain't the end of it. I don't want, I don't like to be in a confined space. I'm glad it ain't the end of it. I'm glad there's a better way. There's a better place. But the fearful and unbelievers and the abominable and the murder and the whoremonger and the sorcerers and the adulterers and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Second Peter 2 9, the Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation and reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. There's coming a day. But I'm so glad of this. Revelation 22, 11 says, He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. So whatever way you die, whatever way you leave this world, that's the way you're going to be. There's no purgatory. There's no coming back till you get it right. 
All there is is when you die, you either end up in heaven, like uh, in the, uh, you know what, Lazarus ended up in the, uh, Abraham's bosom, uh, uh, but you know what, God took him to heaven. Uh, Jesus took him to heaven whenever, uh, uh, whenever the, uh, Jesus came and died, and uh, you know what, the graves opened up, uh, and he set the captive free, uh, and you know what, the rich man lifted up his eyes in hell, and you know what, today uh, he's still there today, and he's still, and we're going to talk about him in just a few minutes. Y'all pray for me today. The company. What kind of company do you want? You know what? That's the company that's going to be in hell. The characteristics that emphasize this flame. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 18, verse 8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt and main rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. I believe that in a literal sense. If your hand offends you, cut it off. Better to go into heaven maimed than to go into hell with a whole body. Because you're going to get a brand new body anyway. You know what? You get a you get a new body either way. You get one that won't will feel ever pain and ever torment, have ever symptom. I mean, ever senses. But you know what? It will never go away. Unsuppressed and unending misery. You've never seen misery, or like you will if you die in your sins. Matthew 25, 41 says, Then shall he say unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. That's what we need to realize. Hell was not prepared for us. It was prepared for the devil and his angels. But what has happened, those have choose. If you choose to follow the devil and listen to him, and you choose to listen to the Antichrist, things of that nature, those that are here when he comes back, if you listen to that and you take the mark, you know what you do? You damn your soul forever and ever. I wouldn't take it, preacher. If you were starving to death... You know what? If I got hungry enough, I might try to steal. Would you not? If I got hungry enough, I might try. I, might, I would beg for somebody to give me something to eat. But you know what? It may come to a point that I'd be tempted to take it off the plate of somebody else. And we think that we can withstand. You can't buy. You can't sell. You look around us. It's getting close, church. It's getting close. What happened? When the shutdown happened, what happened? They closed everything but the big, the big facilities, the big men, Walmart, Amazon, all these places. You think about that. They were essential. But these mom and pop restaurants and these mom and pop stores, uh, they wasn't essential. You're going to be one place to come and buy unless you got the mark. You can't buy. It's leading up to that. I'm not saying Walmart's going to be that, but Walmart could be. It's leading up to that. Time is running out. And we need to realize that today. And you know what? You think you're in pain now? But just remember, I was thinking about this the other day. If it came down to it, and, uh, and me and my wife and my son, uh, if, we, if it took me making the decision of uh, uh, whether they die uh, for Jesus or whether they take of uh, take of something that, 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 that they may live uh, I would hope and pray that I'd say I'm doing what's best for you uh, uh, just chop our heads off and let us go but I don't know what I would do if I was in that situation 
Because who wants your family to suffer? But what we got to realize, do we want them to suffer a little bit here and their suffering be over? Or do we want them to have a little bit here and their days of suffering be forever and forever? Do you know what the Bible says also? Luke 16, 24, and he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I am tormented in this flame. Is that not suppressed and unending misery? Think of it. He didn't ask for a glass of water. All he asked it for, just let him dip his finger. Think about that. One drop is all I got right there on the end of my finger. That's all. Well, that's pretty miserable right there, isn't it? He had it made in his lifetime, in this lifetime, but he was said, I'm tormented in this flame. Uh, uh, Jude 1 7 says, Even as Solomon Gomorrah and the cities are about them uh, in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh uh, and set forth an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Uh, uh, you know what? There's all kind of fornication going on. That's any sex relationship between an unmarried couple. And going after strange flesh. Doing that which is unseemly. It's an example. Revelations 14, 11, A says, and the just pray for them. Pray, yeah, we've got to get them back. You know, and keep working with them. And you know what? Do our part. We invite them, be here yourself, because they come. They say, where are they at? <laughs> so try your best to be here yourself. When you invite somebody, you never know when they may come. It's all hearts and minds clear this morning. It's afternoon now. Amen. Day nor night. What happens? I'll tell you what happens to me when I get real tired. I get agitated real easy. Anymore. I didn't used to get that way. Didn't used to get tired much. But now I stay tired. But if I get real tired, I get agitated easily. Things that wouldn't normally bother me bothers me. So can you imagine... Millions and millions and millions, billions of people agitated. Can't see one another. And day nor night. You know what happens when I get agitated? I usually go lay down for a little while. Try to. And when I get up, I feel better. Why? Because I've rested. And you know what, have you ever, you know, and I know some of you, most, a lot of you have experienced, you, you, you've been in pain, you're in pain constantly. Seems like it, and sometimes it gets unbearable. But you know what, after a little while, it'll ease off for a little bit. But you know what, think about when you're in that unbearable pain. There was a time when, uh, when my back first went out, when I had the operation, when I lived in Kannapolis, uh, uh, there I, 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 would, I was still trying to preach. And uh, my, one day I was preaching, and at the end of it, my, my vision just went away because my blood pressure got so high. But I remember laying down there. I couldn't lay in the bed. I had to lay on the floor, and I had to lay certain ways. I couldn't get comfortable. And I remember I was hurting from here down. I told Juanita, I said, Juanita, I believe if you'd cut me in half, I'd feel better. That's how much pain that I was in. Because what had happened, a piece of my disc had broke off and my sciatic nerve wrapped around it. And I was in miserable 
Uh, you know what? Pain medicine, all it would do is just eat. But there's not going to be no pain medicine in hell. There's not going to be no alcohol in hell. There's not going to be no marijuana in hell. There's not going to be no uh, 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 cocaine and all these things that people try to do to get their mind off. Not going to be none of that. All there's going to be is the devil laughing at you. And all this, unfounded mercy, no cooling agents. You know what he said? Send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water, that I may be uh, comfort from this flame. And you know what? Because I'm tormented in this flame and cool my tongue. But what did Abraham say unto him? And Abraham said, Son, rememberest thou in thy lifetime, receiveth thou good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. Now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. Matthew 26, 24, the Son of Man goeth, uh, do, uh, go, uh, the Son of Man doeth as it is written of him. But woe unto the, the man to whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It had been better for that man that if he had not been born. You know what? If we choose to make hell our home, it would have been better that we had not been born. I know this was talking about uh, 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 the, the one uh, Judas that portrayed Christ. Uh, but you know what? If we choose hell and we don't have to, God's made a way for us. Uh, then you know what happens is uh, uh, it would have been better that we had never been born for the torment you go through. And the unforgettable memories. You know what? If the people listening to me under the sound of my voice, whether they hear, whether they listen by radio, ever how they're listening to me, you know what happens if they die and choose hell's their home? They're going to remember this message. And it's going to play in their mind. Boy, I wish I'd have done something. Boy, I wish I'd have listened to him that day. Unforgettable memories. And But he said, and Abraham said, son, remember Remember in thy lifetime. No doubt he remembered, yeah. Lazarus told me about this place. Lazarus told me about the place he's at, but I failed to listen to him. And there's no there's no hope after that. There's no, you know what, un, unforgettable memories, uh, unescaped, unescapable morgue. Uh, um, uh, think about this this morning. Uh, the Bible says also in 26 of Luke 16, and besides this, between us and thee, there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would, would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can the, they pass unto us uh, that would come from hence. Uh, what he's saying is there's no way uh, once you get there that you can go to the other place. No matter how bad, and we need to realize that. Second Thessalonians 1, 7 through 9. And to you who are troubled, rest with us. When the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in the flame and fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, we shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire, Revelations 20, 15. Unchanging monotone. You know, this is me. It's hard for me to listen to someone. I'm not saying I can't listen, that just talk in the same voice. You know what? Not, most of the time we say if they just talk, if they stand up here or whatever, they just talk the same voice over. And, and it's not only preachers. This is teachers. This is anybody. Just stand there and talk the same. They never raise their voice. They never lower their voice. You know what? They just constantly in one tone. But you know what? The Bible says everything's going to be going in the same tone. 
Revelations 14, 11, the smoke of their torment ascended up forever and ever, and they have no rest there not, who worship the beast and his image and whosoever received the mark of, the, of his name. Haters and burning in lust of past sins. Think about this. Unbroken midnights. Talking about the characteristics. Then said the king of the servants, bind him hand and foot and take him away and cast him into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. What the sinner is in darkness. We're all born into darkness. For we, Ephesians 5, 8, for ye were sometime darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. In the Lord, uh, walk as children of light. Uh, Christ is the light. And John 8, 12 says, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Uh, therefore, rejectors will be in eternal darkness. Uh, uh, Jude 1, 13 says, Raging waves of the sea, foaming out of their shame, uh, uh, our shame, uh, uh, wandering stars to whom is reserved to the blackness of darkness forever. I don't like to be in darkness. I like the light. 2 Peter 2.17 These are wells without water, clouds that are carrying without tempest, to whom the mist of darkness is reserved forever. Not only this, but the last one on this part, undelivered messages. What did the rich man say? Hey, I've got five brothers back in my father's house. Send Lazarus that he may warn them. And you know what? And he goes on to, he goes on to say, let me find it right fast. Uh, he said, uh, cause he says, uh, for my, uh, that they may testify, that he may testify unto them, uh, lest they also come into this place of torment. Uh, Abraham said unto him, they have Moses and the prophets, uh, let them hear them. Uh, and he said, nay, father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. Uh, and he said unto him, if they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, uh, uh, though one rose from the dead. Uh, that message never got delivered. How many kinfolk do I have? How many kinfolk do you have? How many people do you have that's in hell today that's saying, go back and tell somebody about this place? They don't want to come here. I tell you, you don't want to go there. And you know what? Scientists have dug into the heart of the earth. And they've got so far down that they begin to hear. And I've heard, I've heard some tapes. And you can begin to hear the screams and the, oh, it's just so loud noises. And hell's in the heart of the earth. You know what? Why do you think we have volcanoes? Why do you think we have earthquakes? Because the Bible says hell's enlarging itself daily. And when it gets so big, something's got to give. Sometimes it spits up fire, the lava. Sometimes it cracks the earth. There's earthquakes every day. Even in our area. But unless they hit a certain number on the rector scale, we never hear about them. But you know what you hear of earthquakes. There's one that just happened recently uh, somewhere. I can't even remember where it was at. But they, they was a fear of a tsunami because of where it happened. These things are getting more frequently. 
I never remember hearing of a tsunami to back when that one, uh, back where it hit, where it hit that island, uh, uh, what, 10 or 15 years ago. I never had heard of a tsunami. What I'm trying to say is time is running out. And you know what? We got, you're going to have company there. There's going to be things there. You know what? I've had people tell me, you know what? They're going to have air conditioning. They're going to party in hell. They don't know what they're talking about. Devil's got them so deceived. But you know what? Undelivered, undelivered messages. And then the last one, the challenges. There's a challenge to avoid this flame. I'm glad I said all this. And man, it may sound real bad, but I'm glad I want to challenge you this morning. You can escape this flame. Ain't it good? Man, it's awful. it's awful to hear about all these things, but it's wonderful to know the Bible says in Matthew 10, 28, and fear not them which kill the body, but rather, and are not, are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. You know what? Eternal hell where the body and the soul of all the wicked will be marred and tormented forever. Jesus has made a way that we don't have to go there. But it's up to you. Mark 9, 9, 42 through 48, And whosoever shall offend one of these little ones that believe in me, it is better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and were cast into the sea. And if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It's better for thee to enter into life main than to have two hands to go into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched. And it goes on to say, Where the worm dieth not, and where the fire is not quenched. And if thy foot offend thee, cut it off. It's better for thee to enter a halt into life than having two feet to be cast into hell uh, into the fire that never shall be quenched uh, where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched uh, and if thy eye offend thee pluck it out it's better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye uh, than having two eyes to be cast into the hell fire where the worm dieth not and the fire quenches not a, mi a millstone is about 18 inches high and about three, three inches or th so wide it's about that wide I saw one when I went to Israel. Never really thought about it. But what he's saying is, man, it's a, it's a big piece of, of, of mortar, cement. And I promise you, you put it around your neck, the strongest man in the, the, strongest, uh, the, man in the universe couldn't lift it up once he got in the water. It's better to do that than to offend one of my little children. Think about that. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. So we just need to realize that. But you know what? You got to see your sinful condition. You got to realize you're lost. And you know what the Bible says? For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So that tells me all of us have had or have a sinful condition. Luke 13, 2, And Jesus answered and said unto them, Suppose ye that these Galileans were sinners above all sinners because they suffered such things. Then he talks about, you know what? You must... Yea, I say unto you, you must repent. Everybody must repent. John 3, 36, He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth upon him. That's what the Bible says. That's red letters. Not only that, see, you got to see your sinful forgiveness. You know why we can't get people saved today? Nobody's lost. Nobody's lost. 
Well, you know, many say, well, I prayed to the Lord when I was six years old, asked Jesus into my heart, but you know what? Did you really know what you was doing? Did your life change? Are you different than you would be if you didn't have him? There's changes made. Salute your sovereign call. You know what? No man can come to me except the Father which has drawn me, uh, sent me, draw him, and I will raise him up in the last day. When God calls you, he calls you friendly, and he says, come unto me. And you've got to take that call. When he calls you, it's a supreme call. Because he says in John 16, nevertheless I tell you, the truth, it is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you, but you. But if you depart, I will send him to you, unto you. And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin because they believe not on me of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more of judgment because the prince of the world is judged. Realize your sinful condition. And when you say, well, how do I know Jesus is calling me? I'll tell you how I felt when I was under conviction. I felt like God's hand was beating my, I felt like my chest was going to burst. You know what? If God's so great and God's so big, which he is, and he knocks on your chest, you're going to know it's him. And you know what? But when he calls, you know what? People say, well, I'm going to get saved when I get older. Go try to find a job when you get older. He says, you should have come when you was younger. God don't always say that, but God wants you while you're young. God wants you when he calls the first time. Not saying he won't save on the deathbed. Not, not saying he won't save, but you know what? I promise you, the percentages of those that get saved, if I were to ask you, if you were 18 and under to raise your hand, the majority of the church got saved before they were 18. It's just statistics. And the older you get, the less likely it will be. Not saying it won't happen, because I always think about this. I remember when I hadn't been at the church too long, Charlie Holmes, he just passed away not long ago. He was in his 70s, early 70s. And I can still picture him today at the old church. When the invitation was given, he got out and he walked the aisle. I got to baptize him. But you know what? Miss Bishop was another one. She was up in age. But most of us have been young. Why? Because we get set in our ways. And you know what? Our, every time God deals with us, our heart gets a little bit harder. A little bit harder. Is everybody awake? I hope you are listening to me. I just thought I was preaching to an empty church again. Amen. But just bear with me. I'm about done. It ain't even 12 o'clock anyway. So, you know what? we uh, Y'all sing long sometimes, so I'm going to preach long this morning, okay? But, uh, but listen, it says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, that it's expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin because they believe not on me. I know I've done read this one time, but I'm having to read it again. Believe not on me, of righteousness, because I go to my Father and see, you, and see me no more. Of judgment, because the prince of this world is judge. judged. Judged. Then seek, you know, after we see our condition... 
and we're called by our Heavenly Father, by the Father, then seek the saving, say Christ. Isaiah 56, 6, seek you the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he's near. He's going to be near to you today. He may not be near to you tomorrow. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believe on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. Wherefore he is able all to save them to the uttermost that come to God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. God do his call. Then sanctions. Sanction your soul's contentment. John 1.17, but as many as received him to them gave the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. You've got to do this. I can't do it for you. You've got to do this. But there's a flame, eternal flame that will never go out. I don't want to go there. And boy, I can praise God this morning because I don't have to go there. And I'm thankful for that. But I'm also thankful that God is still wanting people to hear it. God is still saving. Somebody preached to me. Somebody prayed for me. Somebody, uh, somebody stood in the gap for me. And I want to stand in the gap for somebody else. I want to pray for somebody. That's not my worst enemy. I don't want to see die and go to hell. And you don't have to. You don't have, if you go, it's your choice. Not God's fault, not the church's fault, nobody you can blame but you and yourself. Me, myself, and I is all you can blame. As we stand, as every head is bowed. As he begins to play the song that he was fixing to play, he's already tried to start. I was about done. He was telling me my time was up, wasn't he? Amen. But let me tell you, Christians, bow your head and pray. Because there's somebody here, no doubt here in this building with the number of people we got here, got a good crowd this morning. With the number of people we got here, no doubt there's somebody that needs Jesus. The people listening on Facebook, they, there's people that's going to hear it that's needing Jesus. And that's the only way you can escape this flame. If you end up there, you're going to be like the rich man there. He's there today. You know, this happened in Moses' time. And you know what? How many years ago was it before Moses? It's been 2,000 years since Jesus died. It's been probably at least 6,000 years that God said that about to Abraham when he talked to Abraham when the Lazarus, the rich man. So this morning, he's still saving as they play. Who'd be the first? If you don't know, if you can't say for sure, if I die today, I'd go to heaven. If you can't say for sure that you've been saved, then you know what you need to do? You need to come to Jesus. Time is running out. Man, He's given us the last, this could be the last warning. How about it? I felt a fire from above. Come to Jesus. We'll pray for you. Somebody will meet you at the altar. Come while he calls. This one's come. What about you? There's enough of Jesus for everybody. He can save everybody that's listening. He can save everybody in this world. 
But if he's calling you today, you need to come. Come while he calls. All my sins are forgiven. And I've been washed by Have you been washed by the blood? What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. That's the only way. Come on. This one has come. What about you? Just step out. I've been freed and forgiven. Oh, the rich man wasn't ashamed when he got to hell to talk to Abraham. To recognize Lazarus. Boy, he was willing to recognize, but it was too late. Don't let it be too late for you. No matter how good life's going for you right now, the rich man, he fired sumptuously every day. He had everything he needed, but you know what he didn't have? He didn't have Jesus, and he died. What the hell? Ask someone to come and pray with this young man. Come on. Jesus is calling. Come while he calls for you this morning. There's a kind of thing that just breaks him about it. Breaks him down to his knees. God, I've been broken more than a time or two. Then he'd pick me up and show me what it means to be a man. It's all your hope in Jesus. Mine is. All the Christians are. But where do you stand? What do you need today? Oh, Molly called. That's some of the sisters come pray with this one if they would. Have you been washed by the blood? The only difference between a lost person and a saved person is the blood of Jesus Christ has been applied. Ask some to come and pray with these young men right here, please. He's gonna play it again while these are praying. We're gonna give you an the Lord's gonna give you an opportunity right now that you won't get if you die and go to hell. Another chance. He's gonna sing another stanza or so. Think about this. These are praying. These are getting things worked out. What about you? While Jesus is calling, you need to come. A boy brought two fish and five loaves. How about it? A father brought news. Listen. His son was near death. They brought it all to Jesus. 
both great and small. The first step into getting saved is to realize you're lost. When you realize you're lost, that's when you can get saved. They brought the blind, they brought him the sick in body and mind. They brought a cross and a tomb, and he changed it all. Bring all of your pain, bring all of your troubles, come as you are. Bring all of your struggles. Jesus is waiting for you to answer his call. Bring all of your fears. Bring all of your sins. Bring all of the doubts that you hold. Amen. Thank the good Lord this morning. Jesus is waiting. Invitation still going just for another moment. Bring it all. You just got to bring, bring it. it. He all. calls and you got to come. I believe when you make that first step of faith, Jesus already knows your heart. Before you ever get to the altar, He's done read your heart. But we got to confess. We got to come. We got to show it. Nothing like it. I can't explain to you what it's like to be saved. Well, you know, sometimes we think about this and we think about that, the heartaches and the troubles. But what we need to think about sometimes is because of Jesus Christ. I don't have to die and go to hell, the, the burning. I'm glad of that today. I don't have to go to hell because of a man named Jesus this morning. Give him praise today. He deserves all praise and all glory and all honor this morning. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I believe that's sufficient, Brother Scott. Amen. Thank the good Lord for those that came this morning. Amen. They asked Jesus, and Jesus came in. Amen. That's wonderful. Praise the Lord for that this morning. Man, it ain't even 12 o'clock yet. I'm still going to get you out, maybe, before morning's over. I know you said, preacher, we start at 1030. They don't get out to 1230, so you're still getting out 30 minutes early. But sometimes. It's amazing. I've been carrying this message in my Bible for probably months. When I woke up yesterday morning, laying still, before I even woke up or laying in the bed there, this come to me, reminded me, it's what I needed to preach today. And I didn't know who was going to be here. Don't try to do that. I try to have everything before I get here. Sometimes God changes it, but he gave it to me. And I gave it to you. And I pray that you would really think about it. Because if you want to know how close to the end of time is coming, you read the Bible, watch the news, and look around swiftly. You know what? The Antichrist is going to be lawlessness. A lot of lawlessness. What are we happening? What is happening in our world today? A lot of lawlessness, a lot of bad things. But I'm glad I'm out of here when Jesus comes. But until he comes, we've got to do what we need to do. Thank every visitor for coming this way today. Thank the good Lord to see those faces we ain't got to see in a while. 
And thank the good Lord for the good attendance we had this morning. But let's don't get satisfied. I want to see the house full. And, you know, and I believe it can happen if we all work together. God's working. I've talked to some this week that just called me out of the blue. And uh, and I talked to them. I had them on my mind, and they called me. And they hoping that they said, well, we've got to get back in church. 